I have Jonah with me. You know him from uh, his work as Bronson Reed in WWE. Before that, Jonah Rock. Now he's going uh, with the mononym Jonah. Uh, I, w- mm-hmm. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. It- it's Jonah, all caps. Uh, just talk a little bit about the inspiration, why you're just going with the first name. Maybe, you know, did you ever think about uh, using a last name? Any, any, uh, thing you can talk about as far as the decision to rebrand yourself yeah of course you know uh i was going by jonah rock and then when i went to wwe i really wanted to keep jonah Uh, i didn't mind what last name they gave me Uh, i didn't even mind if i was just jonah one word and they they weren't having it they wanted something that was their own and that's where bronson reed was created so as soon as i was released i'm like there's 100 percent uh, no, 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 anything else in my mind that I'm going back to Jonah. Uh, I didn't really think of having a last name. I think Jonah on its own is impactful. I always make sure to have it in all capitals, as you said, which is inspiration from uh, one of my favorite rappers of all time, MF Doom, who recently passed away. He would always spell his name in all capitals. Uh, and I think it stands out. Yeah, I, I like it. It's uh, you, you notice it right away. Um the one thing I also kind of compared it to was Impact Wrestling brands themselves the same way too. It's Impact all caps, so they do. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that when I've been, uh, you know, typing to people or speaking to people, I'll, I'll write Jonah in all caps and then Impact in all caps as well. Yeah, yeah. Once once you get used to it, it's it's pretty easy to do. But um, <laughs> one thing I I, I did. Uh, one other thing I did want to ask about was, you know, in addition to going back to Jonah, you're, you're referring to yourself as the top dog. Uh, but this, mm-hmm. this promo that you, you just cut um, that aired on one of the recent shows, uh, the baddest man in the yard, this uh, prison yard story that you told uh, you're really getting to show uh, a more serious side that, I feel like is is a little bit newer because in WWE you you were a, a serious wrestler and it it wasn't as much promo work and you know now you're at you're still showing a serious side but you're getting to speak instead of you know with a microphone not just showing it through your actions um are, yeah. are is this a, a conscious effort on your part to get out there more and speak for yourself or was that you know, and I can you talk about the the idea behind just you know cutting more promos for yourself? Was that somebody's suggestion? Was that your own? Uh, that's that's one hundred percent my own. You know, I'm hoping Impact keep that going, keep giving me that avenue to cut those promos. Uh, it was something that I wanted to do more in WWE, but there's only limited time on on TV, and they have their uh, people that they consider talkers. And you know, I was very much. I can talk, but they wanted me to be that big guy and that foremost, you know, they wanted me to be that. And my story was about me finally getting to WWE and chasing the gold. And that's sort of what I did with the North American championship. Um, But I've always been such a creative person that I like to speak and I like to tell stories. And I was so happy uh, with that promo that we were speaking about, the Top Dog promo, that that was all 100% my ideas. Nothing was written for me. It was me. That's a true-to-life story with my uh, dad where he did spend a little time in prison, and that happened to him. Um, So I think whenever you can tell 
parts of your life and do it in a creative way. It comes across so much more authentic on screen. And uh, I'm very happy that I was given that freedom with Impact Wrestling, and I hope to continue to do so. This one was a, a little bit of a, a fun poll we had. We put it on our, our Twitter. Uh, we've been doing like this dream match sort of thing and the one pick that we yep. had was bam bam bigelow and you were like the runaway choice for that matchup because and i think <laughs> that i think that speaks to what you're trying to to do with you know you said you wanted to do it in wwe but you know they wanted you more of like a, a silent guy and you know bam bam was really good as, as a promo and he did a lot of things that you know you wouldn't really think a bigger guy could do and he, he sort of redefined yes. what a heavyweight wrestler could do i mean do you do you take like is he an inspiration to you like where who do you look to as far as modeling yourself after if that's you know the right way to put it yeah 100 percent. he's a big inspiration to me i think i remember when that poll was up um so one i've, I've spoken about how he is an inspiration to me but two uh, at TakeOver 30, I actually did Bam Bam Bigelow-inspired wrestling gear. So I think everyone remembers that and obviously puts two and two together. And even the gear that I have now, which is which is Silver Flames, is still in homage to Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, again, like what you said, he was the big man, even, you know, even bigger than me. He was close to 400 pounds, and he was so agile in doing things that you didn't expect him to do and worked so well in the ring, and that's what I want to be. I'm 345 pounds, but I want people to realize that I am a 345-pound super heavyweight that is still the work rate guy as well. I'm still the wrestler. Um, so people like him, Vader, those people come to mind. Stan Hansen, when, when I try to model what I do in the ring now as Jonah. If you get anybody listening wants to go check it out, uh, you had the entrance jacket with the flames and then, you know, the singlet, the flames yeah. going up the side. It was a really cool look. Uh, one other one that I, I liked, uh, I believe it was when you won the North American title. I think that was a natural disasters inspired singlet. That was the earthquake singlet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, very much. So it was, it was, um, it was like similar design that I've done before, but I wanted to do the red, white and black again to be like typhoon or earthquake. Cause I'm a big fan of them as well. Yeah. It, it's really cool to see. Like, I know it was joked about for a while, like, Oh, everybody wears black trunks and whatnot, but it's really cool. Like this era, not only seeing people branch out and be creative, but at the same time paying homage to, you know, wrestlers of the past. And it, it doesn't have to be a direct nod. It can be something subtle. So I, I enjoy always yes. seeing that stuff. Yeah. I try to do it as well. You know, I think um, within the company, a lot of people were doing like, you know, uh, they, they were trying to do like Marvel sort of gear or stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, growing up, I, I like that stuff as well. But I was always such a big wrestling fan. That's the stuff that I want to pay homage to. And there's still some other wrestlers in the future that I will do, you know, similar or, or something inspired by them uh, wrestling gear wise. Uh, anything maybe you want to hint at for Hard to Kill? Is that too forward? Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> No far to kill. I'll have some new gear, but that'll be more just Jonah centric. The, the the colors, though, are because of a, a certain wrestler that I uh, spent time with in Pro Wrestling Noah. So I'll let people try and guess that when they see it. 
Okay, I have an immediate guess, but I will leave that to the imagination. Uh, but uh, speaking of hard to kill, uh, Josh Alexander is your opponent. You, mm-hmm. as I mentioned in the promo that you cut, you, you went up, knocked him in the back of the head. You, you called your shot right away. Uh, thoughts going into the match as it as it gets closer. Like we're we're only about uh, a little over a week away now. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a parallel uh, between the way that people think Josh wrestles and, you know, all of the different styles he can work. I think his work in the X division proved that last year. And I mentioned, you know, the, the uh, similarities to like yourself and Bam Bam redefining what a, what a super heavyweight can do. What are you looking forward to most in this matchup? Uh, I think it's just that it's going to be a fight. You know, I think myself and him have so much intensity and we have a similar path to professional wrestling. You know, I spent a lot of time in Canada just trying to find his way to, to get seen. And I was the same in Australia. And we came up very similar, very similar paths to get to where we are now. Uh, and I think what I want to do is steal the show always. I want to be the talking point of what the pay-per-view is and and who had the best match and i think josh is very much like that as well um but i think what's going to separate us is it's going to be very hard hitting for sure you're working right now with new japan impact pwg there's obviously some benefits to guaranteed deals and finding one home but uh yeah what approach are you taking as far as you know, you're, you're finding balance on these different shows. Do you try to bring something different to each one of these shows? Or is it really just about bringing the Jonah character, the Jonah brand to these places? Yeah, I think it's more about the brand. I'm, I'm still the same Jonah, still the top dog in each of these places. It's just that in these places I can work with different people and that's where you get to see uh, the exciting matchups and uh, I'm very happy to be able to do what I'm doing I have an agreement with New Japan an agreement with Impact and yes it isn't something set in stone for a long time but hopefully it does um, become that because there is obviously a lot of perks to being contracted Um, but for the time being I'm really happy to be able to expand and do different things and yeah be my third ever battle of los angeles for uh, pwg as well it's exciting dallas is hosting hard to kill uh as we mentioned but uh impact wrestling just announced a multi-city uh tour the the lead up to rebellion the road to rebellion that's got to be exciting like whether you know you said it's a short-term agreement or however long this lasts but Impact getting back on the road has to be exciting because for so long, and they did, I'll pause and say they did great shows in Nashville, in Las Vegas, but I'll say personally speaking, I live in the Philadelphia area, so I'm really excited for March for them to come back here. Are you looking ahead that far? Like, do you want to, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, my, my agreement with Impact is 
through to Rebellion. So I know that I'll be out there uh, on the on this tour with them through to Rebellion. And I think it's exciting again to be on the road and be in different cities and for those people to get to see Impact Wrestling rather than be set in one place. Um, you know, I very much had that with what NXT became after the pandemic was set in one place in Florida. And not that that's great, that uh, wrestling like that is good, but it's always good when you can go to different towns and get a different feel from different crowds. Yeah, and like, like uh, Philadelphia, we're getting a show for the first time since uh, May 2019. But uh, yeah, wow, Fort Lauderdale and uh, New Orleans are they're getting their first TNA or Impact live events since 2012. So not only are you seeing a couple of returning markets in you know recent years, but for all intents and purposes, Impact's hitting two new markets. Like it's not tna wrestling anymore the the company's changed so much over the years so it's really cool to see you know them getting back out out on the road and you know it's really great to hear like your excitement that you, you get a chance to experience this yeah yeah very much so i think i think that's a big thing that you know the, the pandemic has affected is uh right before the pandemic hit i was doing four-day loops with nxt all around the country and and getting to visit these different cities and for them to get to see us as well uh it, it's very different to staying in one place and i'm glad to see that we're starting to tour again more and hopefully you know that continues to happen some people might not know this, uh, but you already had a match with Moose. It took place at PPW in, I, I don't know it was in the Poconos. I think it was Broadheadsville. Uh, yeah, is, is that, it was Broadheadsville. Okay. Uh, I, I know that you have the match with Josh coming up, but is that you know potential world title match with Moose or whoever holds the title after Hard to Kill? Is, is that one that you're also hoping comes your way? Yeah, I 100% want to be world champion for Impact Wrestling. I, I would be lying if I said I didn't want to be world champion. And you'd be lying to say that if you're in any company. You always want to be the guy. Um, and I do want to wrestle Moose again, whether he's champion after Hard to Kill or not. We had that match for PPW, and it ended in a double countout. So there was no definitive winner, and we, we need a winner with that match. And it's very much me being the... Uh, a movable object and him being the unstoppable force that makes for a great matchup. Well, hopefully we get to see that match uh, and you get the result that you just mentioned. We, we get a definitive winner in that, but um, going into hard to kill you, you've had uh, a, a bunch of different matches that we can probably point to. You mentioned um, that one, I would say uh, the in your house uh, take over in your house. The the six way was one of the highlights. Yep. Uh, but speaking specifically, f singles matches that you've had, any one that you would point to, or maybe a couple that you would point to that really highlight, you know, who who you want to be as a performer moving forward, or maybe one that already does highlight what you know what impact fans are in store for at Hard to Kill. I feel like uh, I had some great matches with NXT. You know, I uh, the where I won the championship against Johnny Gargano in the cage was fantastic. That's one that comes to my mind, and also the singles match we had at Stand and Deliver. Um, but I don't think any of those matches will define what you'll see Jonah as in Impact Wrestling. Jonah's 
a very different beast to what Bronson Reed was. I feel like you'd have to sort of dig deep into the tapes and look back at maybe some of my stuff before NXT and see my matches with the likes of Zack Sabre Jr. or or Walter to sort of see the fire and tenacity that you're going to see with this match with Josh Alexander. And it's definitely a much more violent side to myself uh, as Jonah. So I feel like all-encompassing, it's sort of a bit of a mix of what I've learned in the last two years um, mixed with what I was before WWE, and that's what you're going to see at Impact Wrestling. There you have it. Uh, plenty, Plenty to... Go dig into, go down the YouTube rabbit hole, I always like to say. Uh, but Hard to yeah. Kill is coming up. Uh, you got a chance to face off with Josh Alexander. It's a loaded card. Uh, still a few more weeks to perhaps add a few more matches to the card. But uh, January 8th, Dallas, Texas, we have Jonah against Josh Alexander. Uh Catch him every week on Impact Wrestling, on Access, and on the Impact Insiders YouTube subscription. Jonah, thanks very much for your time today. No, thank you. Thanks for having me, Bill.